know, I was on a call earlier with one of our members and now he's home, you know, as opposed to at the office. And whenever he goes to the office, he takes his food. And so that's all that gets eaten. Oh, and now he has the whole refrigerator. Now you're sitting at home all day. Uh-huh. And it's so much easier to graze and to snack. And, and so I feel like a lot of people will be having similar challenges. Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. Okay, so what we're going to do is I'm going to, I got you, Glenna. I'm going to kind of kick off the nutrition portion. And I want you guys right now to type any specific questions that you have. Um, that way I can be sure to address those. And instead of going around about, um, we'll just have you guys type them directly into the chat. And if I'm talking uh, about some things, you know, that you have a question about, just type it in the chat and then, um, I'll address it there. But also I want this time to be specifically for you. I am recording this, so I will share it with, um, anybody who is not able to be on this, uh, I'll, I'll be able to share that for them later. So um, anything that you have that you're curious about nutrition-wise, type it in there. But really what I want to kick, kick this thing off with is, number one, I think this is a phenomenal opportunity to just put more emphasis on nutrition um, because we are you know, challenged in a new way. And I was kind of telling Kathy and I think uh, Fleming's this earlier is like, this just creates a great opportunity to reinforce principles, right? So like nutrition is built off of principles and you either live by principles or you don't. And when you live by principles, there's less uh, confusion, right? Because it's like, okay, should I eat this ice cream or not? Well, if I live by principles, then I won't, right? If, or should I get Chick-fil-A today or not? Well, if I live by principles, then I won't. And even in your principles, there's opportunity for margin for error. So it's not like living by principles means you never eat Chick-fil-A or that you never eat uh, ice cream. It just means that there's a there's a, a principle that drives that specific decision as opposed to what 98% of the population does, which is a, essentially just... I'll just do whatever I feel like doing, right? That's typically how it goes. And when we live that way, then you take the, you know, the COVID-19, you take um, a, a, a random Saturday, <laughs> you know, you take all these different things. You take Christmas, you take Thanksgiving, you take uh, summer vacation, all those things are going to present challenges when we when we live on a very random approach to nutrition. So the first thing that I want to talk about, and I think this is a phenomenal time to do this, is to track what you eat in an application. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to pull up my fitness pal. And then that will uh, be kind of, if you've never had a formal introduction to 
the MyFitnessPal platform. You can download this app and it's absolutely free. You don't even have to do the paid version, but what you want to do is I would, I would really encourage you to do this for the next, you know, however long we're, you know, quarantined or oops, um, however long we're in this, in this season of isolation, because when you do this, you will, um, Oh, there we are. When you do this, you're going to find out it's very eye opening and there's accountability that exists right away. So if I am, and typically I'd log into uh, this on my phone, but this is kind of a different version. My Fitness Pal is really probably the best platform. There's other ones, but this is the best one. So, you know, based on your goals, it's going to give you here kind of a, hey, here's the target, grams of fat, protein, now carbohydrates. I will say this is not right. Um, you know, if you're curious as to what your personalized breakdown should be for macronutrients, you can ask me. There is a way to go in and customize this, but just know that um, the one that it gives you is not going to be accurate. Um, but the key here is food. So I will come in right now. I'm going to add my food. So this morning I did, and this is, again, it's different here on, on the website, but you'll, you know, you'll likely be doing this on your app. Um, I always eat the same thing. So I haven't been, uh, tracking here recently, but I always have that, which is Quaker oatmeal, half a cup, uh, blueberries. And I had three eggs. So I'll do three right there and then add. So that right there was my, my breakfast. Now I did work out this morning and I had, three quarters of a banana and why three quarters because it was left over and I didn't open another one not because I think bananas are bad so I'll do this I had point seven I had uh, it's probably not in here but I can search so any, these are all things that I've had in, in in the past so it should always remember so if I go in here and I add uh, another item this was a protein powder that I'm using right now. It's called Syntha 6. So if I search it, right here, perfect. One scoop of Syntha 6. And you see the green check means that it's pretty much like it's something that is uh, accurate. In other words, it's been, it's been triple checked. So I'm going to add it to my food diary. And so I did this, this was my pre-workout. And then I had my post-workout, I had another. And this is where you wanna get, oops, this is where you wanna get very detailed because you don't want to like not record something. So you always wanna make sure that you are recording everything that you have and not falling into the trap of not recording because when you food journal, the whole purpose of it is for uh, awareness and education. And I think that food journaling is probably the best way that we become aware of what we eat. Um, so making sure that you're, you know, did I have a scoop? Did I have one and a half scoops? Your oatmeal will need to be measured. Um, you know, if you, I don't put anything with my eggs, but if I would have, I'd put it in there as well. 
Um, and, and then I won't put in my lunch, but I had a chicken breast, uh, spinach, sauteed spinach and couscous. And so, um, but because of time's sake, I don't, I don't want to take up more time tracking. You guys get the general gist here. But if you look at here, this was basically everything from the morning. I had a total of 900 calories. I had a total of 94 grams of carbs. I had a total of 31 grams of fat. I had a total of 69 grams of protein. I had a total of uh, 213 milligrams of sodium, 27 grams of sugar. Okay. Also, and I know in the app, there's a very easy way to see the uh, pie chart. Oh, here it goes. So here's my percentages, right? So, you know, 30% protein, 30% fat, 40% carbs. I am happy if you want, I am happy to kind of program a, a specific breakdown for you because I saw Eric here, like what is the recommended macros? So I'll say this, I really like a 30, 40, 30 um, for a person who is trying to maintain a lean uh, body. And that's the zone diet. You know, I'm a big fan of the zone diet. Um, I'm a big fan of what CrossFit introduced way back in like 2008, which is kind of just really what I had been doing prior to that, which is just healthy single ingredient foods broken into a zone proportion. Now, if your goal is weight loss, so maybe if your goal is to lose um, weight, whether it's fat or just pounds in general, um, then you probably are going to lean more towards a, you know, 40 protein, a 30, 25 to 30 carb, and then fat would be about 30 as well. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, if you really wanted a custom uh, macro breakdown, then all we have to do is we can either hop on a Zoom call individually, or you could email me and I'd send you, hey, this is exactly what I think. And a lot of this, guys, is trial and error. You know, Kathy uh, is on the call. She's been doing a six-week challenge for almost five weeks tomorrow. And she does tracking her macros as well. And, you know, that is opening her uh, understanding to what, what is the macro breakdown that's going to allow her to burn fat but also not feel depleted with energy. And so that's another thing that you're doing. It's not like you're going to do this one day and get all the information that you need this is really gonna be more of something that you're gonna do for a period of time, which I think the COVID-19 social distancing season is a great season for you to do some research on yourself and figure out how you personally need to break down your macros. Um, I'm gonna stop sharing the screen now. And so once you kind of start this process, what's gonna happen is you're gonna start becoming aware of things that you eat and how they affect you. Um, I remember that for me, when I started tracking food in 2003, it was like very eye-opening to me. And then I, I tracked food for three years and it was the best way that I learned and the best way that I educated myself. And so tracking food is, again, during this time is very important. And yes, Amber, I think tracking food during the six week challenge is during this time for sure is a good idea. The reason I say that we don't usually ask people to track food during the six week challenge, but I think this is a unique circumstance. We don't ask them to track macros and, and food, 
This is unique because you guys are on your own a little bit more than you usually are. In other words, you're not having any, any face-to-face accountability in the gym or you know with trainers. And so you need a little more added accountability in your life for nutrition. And I think that MyFitnessPal does that. It's like, think about it. If you are sitting at home and you've been home all day, right? I mean, I think we can all relate. Um, you've been sitting at home all day and it's 5.30 p.m. You worked out early in the morning. So, you know, it's not like you're not working out. So you worked out early in the day and you've worked, you know, you finished your work from home day. And now you just got, you know, probably five hours, four or five hours, you know, before you go to sleep. And then there's this like really delicious bag of Oreos sitting in the pantry. And you just happen to think like, okay, I'm not going to eat Oreos, but I'm not going to throw them away because I might want one at some point. And I don't want to have to go to the store. Well, what if it just so happens to be 730 and your healthy dinner, which was like chicken and a salad, ends up, you know, you ate it, but you're still, you're just craving. You're not even hungry. You're just craving. There's a difference between hunger, like actual hunger and craving something. Entire, they feel the same way, but they're entirely different you're not really needing the food you venture over to the cookie and you pull it out of the pantry and you look at it okay and you think really long and hard i promise you if you have to put that cookie in your my fitness pal app you will think way long and harder about eating it as opposed to if you don't not if you agree okay i really yes thank you thank you i would say give me an amen but this is not a sermon uh, <laughs> so Really thinking about tracking during this time to answer your question, uh, Amber specifically, is yes, I think it would add a a little more accountability. Um, And then, um, yeah, here we go. Let me read this one. I've been struggling with eating all my food, so hopefully uh, this will help me. Yes, correct. Grayson, how long should you try meal plan, macro tracking plan before you see results? I love that question. Uh, Did you hear what I said? Three years is probably... I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I love, so here's the, here, I love that question because here's my honest answer. Think of this as you get the rest of your life to customize your macros. You get the rest of your life to figure out what works for you. Now in the short term, I mean, you're going to know if I'm completely honest, you're going to know in a week. I mean, you're going to, those numbers are going to start like making sense and you're going to start feeling a certain way, what this will do, it just makes you stick to what you know you need to do longer. It's very similar to what a budget does, right? So if you're familiar with Dave Ramsey, his uh, Financial Peace University, the first principle uh, is, uh, well, create an emergency savings account that equals $1,000, but in there somewhere, I know it's got to be first or second, it's about a budget. And he wants there to be an allocation for every dollar, even if that goes towards like fun money. You just got to tell every dollar where to go. And for you in food journaling, there's just going to be a more strict approach to what you eat. So um, it, you should notice very quickly um, within a week, I'll say, of food journaling, like how, it, how you should go. Um, okay, so I'm going to come up here and address some of these higher questions because I want to make sure I get to them for my second point. So first point is food journal, food journal, food journal, and food journal. 
Um, when trying to log vegetables, fruit, or meat, I always add USDA to make sure I get accurate information. That's just a good tip from Beth right there. Pro, that's a pro tip, right, Beth? Um, on the app, you can even snap a picture of the barcode. That's right. There's another pro tip from Victoria. You can just get the bar, uh, barcode um, for fresh vegetables and fruits. And then is this time at home a good time to try different diets, amounts of protein, carbs, et cetera, or is it a better time to follow a plan? Like, okay. So I would say we're not dieting. Like that's a very important thing. So, so like you're not going to hear me say, hey, guys, we're not going to eat carbs during the coronavirus or, you know, COVID-19. Or, hey, guys, we're going to uh, do this, you know, six-week uh, intermittent fasting. That's not, that's not long-term success. And so this is a great time to fruit journal and educate yourself. In other words, finding out, okay, how many calories does my body really need and how many grams of carbs do I feel good off of? Because you might have a day, let's just say you eat, so I'm at 94 for today. I'll probably finish today. I typically, and I give myself a pretty big range, but I'll go between 150 and 200, and I'm okay on either end. And I know that for me, going about a 150 to 200 carbs is going to give me the fuel I need for my workout in the morning, and it's going to allow me to sustain throughout the day. And so if I start going too low, yes, I'm going to lose more body fat, because hormonally my insulin is going to be less, but I'm also going to feel less, uh, my performance is going to be less during my workouts. And I'm going to probably, you know, over time start feeling a little more tired than I should for me personally. Um, but again, it depends on your goal. You might be on a really strong goal of losing fat and that might be more important to you than uh, feeling, you know, performance increasing in strength. And so it really comes back to what is your personal goals? Um, can, can we do some kind of accountability program before we eat peer coach? Absolutely on this, Eric. Um, that is something that, you know, what I'll do, I, I believe Eric is your coach, uh, Robert. Yep. Okay. That's something and I, they each have a Google doc profile of each of their people on their roster. And they should have been asking you, what is your specific goal during this period? And, and they're helping you to accomplish that goal during that. So if that's something you want more of, absolutely. Uh, nutrition accountability can be there. And then um, let's see if there's any, how long? Uh, okay. So that's all, all the questions on food journaling, I think have been addressed. Anybody have any other ones? Any other type, type any uh, questions about food journaling if you have them. Um, okay. Number two, this might be, I might actually call this the COVID-19 strategy for preventing the COVID-19 pounds gained, right? Because now we are at home, most likely, and the food is there, you know, and I had a conversation earlier, I checked in with somebody and, uh, you know, typically works from the office and takes lunch every day, but now you have food around you all the time that typically is not there and if it's your house which is probably where you're at then it's food that you like and it's food that you like to snack on and and I discovered this uh, myself because I love cashews and I can eat I don't know if anybody has a, a really big cashew problem like me but I could eat I mean I could probably eat three pounds of cashews in a one day which is a lot I mean, I love cashews. 
I could probably eat three pounds of grapes and three pounds of cashews. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that aren't snacking on grapes and cashews. It's more like uh, M&Ms and <laughs> probably uh, some you know, little yogurt snacks, ice creams of some nature. But make sure that you are, this is what I'm gonna tell you guys to do, set up time blocks, much like you would any schedule, time blocks of times you're allowed to eat and times you're not allowed to eat. You know, so this would be something that you could even do for fun on like an Excel spreadsheet, uh, because I know you guys are really into that kind of thing like I am. And you could seriously, like if we wanted to really have fun with this, I'll kind of give you an example. So if I pretty much created a, you know, we'll call it, a, it'll be like a really fun uh, Google Drive. And I'll come in here, I'll create a new folder and it'll be called my nutrition game plan. And then I'd create one and then I'm going to come over here and create a new sheet. And what I would do, and that you don't have to do this exactly, but this will be your, your, the basic concept here, is you would then put the time, so I'll do this because I already have something very similar to this. Um, and so if I take like a schedule like this, and then, Okay, so right here, this is where I would basically time block when I'm allowed to eat and when I'm not allowed to eat. So if you're allowing yourself to eat, you know, I don't know what time y'all wake up, but let's just say you wanna eat, maybe you do workout right here. Well, let's be honest, y'all are probably, let's say y'all work out at, during the COVID-19, you might work out a little later. <laughs> uh, but then you can eat in this hour, right? And then no eating, right? Like no matter what, do not allow yourself to eat. And then we'll call it like snack. And then no eating. And then lunch. You don't really need an hour, but we'll give you an hour. There's, all this is is a window of time, right? So you're just giving yourself a window of time that you are allowing yourself to eat. You know, and if you're Victoria, you're probably going to work out again. <laughs> and then you can have, you know, another little window to eat. You know, and then we'll call it, this is going to be the magic to this right here is probably at this time of day is coming in and not allowing yourself to eat, you know, and I'm okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not opposed to like a nighttime snack or something down here, but this type of schedule where you have, I mean, some, some time of the day that you're saying I can eat and can eat, it, it won't have to be like this forever. You might adopt this and actually do this, beyond the COVID-19, but I really think that during this time, it would help for you guys to have a little bit of structure to your nutrition, right? Obviously, it probably helps to have structure to your day. So like for me, I am, I'm actually at my office, but I'm doing kind of office hours and then 
not because it would be really hard for me just to have like okay at this time I'm gonna do these calls and these check-ins or this and that and then it, I need to have a little more structure to my day and it actually helps me with my nutrition because I brought my two I bring two lunches every day and I brought them here so I had them and that's what I'm eating but I don't have any snack food anywhere around so making sure that you're you're setting up some kind of structure to your day that tells you when you can't eat when you can't eat um okay and then any questions on that any any uh anybody got anything go ahead and type it in and then the third way that i believe it or not and this is something that i've always told people you know people ask what's more important nutrition or exercise and what i think is they're both equally important right so the nutrition people think is like 80 percent of whatever you call it weight loss or no, it's 100% and the exercise is 100%. And so if you're on this call, chances are you are wanting to have success in your weight loss, performance, nutrition. So the most important thing is for you to work out and for you to schedule that workout in your day and check that box every day. And I will tell you this, that workouts for me right now, um, are looking a lot different than they typically do and that's totally okay they life is looking very different what's up Joe good to see you man um, life life is looking very different right now and kind of give yourself a little bit of grace that you know right now you're really just trying to check the box right when it comes to fitness just like this morning's workout was basically an eight minute workout that was not, I, I, it wasn't easy by any means, but you know, I will tell you this, I got to do it with my seven year old daughter, which was such a gift. Um, I did it in my garage, you know, I literally woke up and got to do it right there. Um, my, one of the sweetest parts of this whole thing is that I, I feel like I'm, uh, my kids are getting to see a lot more of you know, what, what I do in terms of the gym and coaching and training and getting even more involved. And it, it, there's a lot of things that I think you guys can see in this season that are more important than getting a workout that you lay on your back and you're so sweaty and you feel like I just gave 110%. Some of you are accomplishing that and that's great. But if we're honest, not everybody is going to be getting the same kinds of workouts but remember, it's not about the type of workout you get. It's just about checking the box. Like, allow yourself to be okay, you know, and I'll use Beth as an example. If all you do that day is get, you know, uh, on the spin bike for 30 minutes and with your AirPods in, calling somebody for work, and, you know, you, you feel like, oh, I didn't really get a great workout because, no, that's a great workout. Or maybe you go for a walk for 30 minutes, which I promise you is better than nothing. You know, it's checking the box. And during this time, you have to work out. Like, it's going to help with your sanity, being cooped up and feeling like you have no ability to go anywhere, to see anyone. And so, like, for me... I've always felt that way. So like, I feel like now I'm just able to communicate because like I go crazy if I don't get to work out and I get to hang out with people every day, but I still go crazy if I don't get to work out. So I feel like everybody should work out. And so I think you guys right now, 
Like I even worked out on Sunday and I never, I really don't work out on Sundays. I'll probably even work out on Sundays. Cause remember it's not about intensity because sometimes we get so caught up on this has to be a tough workout. This has to be a challenging workout. No, it just has to be something that makes you move. Like it just has sometimes a stretching session, some, some, you know, modified pushups, uh, walk down the street, you know, just, following the, the at home version. And now we have all the videos that show you exactly what to do or are going to give you what you need to move. But it's the only thing that's challenging right now is we can't tell you to do it face to face. Like I can't be right there and say like, okay, you're here. Let's go. You know, if you go to 6am Facebook live, I can tell you, but um, we just, we have that challenge. That's where you have to say, okay, I have to do it. Now for me, doing it first thing in the morning is the best way to do it. And if I don't do it first thing in the morning, it's going to be really hard for me to get it done. So find a time to work out that will make the likelihood of you not working out 0%. And so if you go until 4 p.m. and you haven't worked out, then, you know, it, I'm not saying this is you. Maybe, maybe you can, but for me, that's a really hard thing. Okay, so I'm going to go up here and start answering the questions. Uh, should we plan a rest day? You have to listen to your body, Grayson. Um, if you feel like you're, you know, you're overdoing it, you definitely want to have a rest day. Uh, I personally feel with like, the types of workouts that we're doing and the manner that we're doing them, it's totally okay to work out every day. Um, and listen to your brain and your mindset because sometimes your brain is mentally checked out. I'll tell you this, the best day to take a rest day, and this might not apply to somebody who, if you're already a self-motivated person, this might apply to you. But if you're, if you're one of those people that struggles to have the discipline to work out, then this wouldn't apply to you. But if you go into the gym and you're like, I just really don't feel like working out. And that's like a rare thought. It might be that you need a rest day. You know what I mean? Because if you're pretty, which I know you are, Grayson, you're in the gym pretty much every day. You like to work out. And so for you, if you start like feeling like, okay, I've worked out five or six days in a row or 10 days in a row. And you're just like, I'd really rather not work out today than don't, you know, that's okay too. So, um, rest it, but you know, one day every seven days, I think is great for rest. Um, but during this season, I probably, if I'm honest, might work out a little bit more. Um, uh, never use gro grocery. You said, Joe, no rest. Love the workout Sunday. That was a good one, man, for sure. You got it. Yeah, I saw that. I've never used grocery delivery or pickup before. Has anyone used the services? I'm worried about running out of fresh produce. Um, we use curbside all the time, and so it's great. And I think, yeah, Beth just said they have produce. Um, Joe got some from HEB. Uh, if workout is not intense, do I still follow the workout food day plan? Okay, great question. Yeah. So. Kathy, because I know what plan you're on, yeah. like you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Her question is like, should the amount or should the bottom line, the question is, should how much I eat or what I eat be influenced by how hard I work out? And I will say, um, I don't like that principle. If I'm picking principles to live off of. Um, I believe that, you know, the only reason that would apply is if we're talking about like events. So like a marathon, a half marathon, a triathlon, a CrossFit competition, 
Um, but if you're doing a 60 minute workout, I think you should eat the same, not more, not less. Um, you know, chances are you're, you're probably doing, uh, you're putting forth effort. And if you're eating clean, which like I know Kathy is, um, it's just going to fuel you appropriately. Um, H-E-B, Victoria, it's great, even produce. Yep, okay. All right, before we shut this thing down, any other specific questions uh, that I've missed or anything that you guys have as far as nutrition questions go? Hey, Charlie, what is your family's go-to like meal prepping things? Can you give us some ideas of things that we could make easily? Yeah, so we well. we eat chicken every night, pretty much. Um, chicken, like last night was chicken breast baked is our go-to. Thirty minutes in the oven uh, with just you know regular seasonings, a little olive, olive oil, and then as far as vegetable, like last night was spinach, uh, baby spinach sautéed, and a little bit of olive oil and couscous, and then um, we'll do roasted or like oven baked broccoli like fresh broccoli with salt, pepper, olive oil in the oven uh, for like 20 minutes. Comes out really good. I like Tabasco on both of those options. Um, we'll do the Brussels sprouts that are already kind of cut up and then balsamic vinegar in a, like in a tub and you shake it around with some olive oil, put it on a pan and then put it in the oven and bake that. Um, and then we'll do like a little bacon. So we'll do some bacon and then crush that up and put it with the Brussels sprouts. Um, we'll do uh, like chicken bread, and this is with chicken on all these. We'll do black beans, um, a can of black beans, a can of Rotel, and the same thing uh, on the oven, on the stove. And then bell peppers, like red and yellow and green, sliced in the oven. Onions, like, like sweet onions, sliced in the oven. And then it's almost like a Mexican dish, right? So you basically have black beans, you have chicken breast, you have bell peppers and onions, and then a little salsa, like the H-E-B salsa. And those are pretty much our go-to dinners is some form variation of that. And then I always eat leftovers for the next day. So I like have my chicken, I already had one chicken, spinach, and couscous leftover from last night. And then breakfast is all, always oatmeal, eggs, and then blueberries in the oatmeal. And then, you know, you, protein shakes, you know, in the, around the workout time. Any other questions? Oh, Jim Cookbook. That's a great idea. Um, let's see here. When you track your food in the app, do you add small things like amount? Yes. Yes, you want to do the olive oil. Now it's a little tricky. This is where I would just use my judge, my or my uh, just judgment based on if you're going to cook four chicken breasts and you do a certain amount of olive oil, you can kind of divide it by however many chicken breasts for your personal serve, you know. And so that you you basically judge judge it like that. Um, <laughs> walnuts, yeah, oatmeal, uh, yeah. I just put you know. I just put blueberries that's in cinnamon. Um, and again, these are all these things that we're typing here are really good as long as you're tracking them, because what happens is you don't want to, you don't want to overdo it. You know, if, if, if I'm honest, you just don't want to like 
you know, overeat and not know it. Um, and you also want to track sugar. That's one of the ones really important. So if we go back, this will kind of be the last screen share I do. But one of the things that you want to be able to track this is this number right here. You know, so the sugar, this is, and then you'll be amazed like what has, so like the blueberries, all my sugar's coming from that. I got a banana, notice that like six, uh, 20, what was that, 22 of my 27, so roughly 88% of my sugar's coming from fruit. And so that's something that you want to be, you want to know that, you want to kind of be able to track that. But you won't know, think about how many times you eat and you just don't know. So this is a great time for you to, to discover that. Uh, good sugar intake, I think keeping it under 60 for the day is what I would recommend. Um, if you can rock that out, keeping it under 60, you're, you're, you're winning. Uh, and that's for like a maintenance, not for like a weight loss. Um, so like if you're trying to reduce body fat, then I'd probably even go, you know, less than 30 maybe is probably a good goal that like half of it. Um, if you're trying to lose weight, reduce body fat. And you notice like I barely had anything and mine's already at 27. So it, it'll get up there. And it's good for you to know what foods have more, uh, a lot of sugar and which ones don't. Um, alternative sugars, I guess you're talking like sweet and low, I mean like Splenda and Stavia and things like that. And those, I mean, those are fine. I think, you know, the, depends on what your stance is, you know, it's kind of like, I'm okay with it. Um, there is, you know, it, but it, for some people they're going to cause them to have a sweet tooth and dive into some things later. Um, and I don't like our, uh, diet soft drinks personally um but i'm okay if you put like a splenda in your coffee or something like that anything else oh great i said coffee that's got open like 10 more questions um <laughs> uh, okay guys y'all are awesome and uh yep you're absolutely right victoria that long pour is not good um <laughs> Okay, guys. Hey, like I said, if you do want any custom like breakdown for macros or shoot me an email, you can even say, hey, shoot me an email and say, I'd like to set up a individual conversation on how to approach it for the next whatever period of time. Hopefully not long if we're in this uh, quarantine situation. So you guys are awesome. Okay. Have an awesome day. I'm here. Let me know if you need help. Thank Bye. you. Thank you so much. See ya. Thank you. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfitbcs.com.